Hi everybody, this is Crypto Rich working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. And before I tell you who this friendly face is on the cam on the screen that you can see right now, let me remind you this is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. Do your own due diligence. Don't invest any more than you're willing to lose. And all I'm doing in this video and the other videos is sharing with you what I'm learning and what I'm discovering as I bumble along on the blockchain. Now with me is Joseph. Joseph, 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 I've forgotten your last name. Isn't that terrible? Uh, hi, I'm Joseph Mark, the CEO of Publica. Thank you, Joseph. I, I, it's up there and I thought, oh my God, is that his middle name or something or a special Skype name? Joseph Mark, the CEO of Publica. Joseph, thank you so much uh, for um, coming on the show. And just let everybody know, this is not a sponsored video. Uh, Publica contacted me and said, hey, listen, how about a video? And I said, sure, let's just do a video. I've not invested in Publica I saw, um, you know, there was some information about it during the ICO. I just didn't follow it up for no particular reason. So, Joseph, if you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background, and then just a little bit about what Publica is, and then we'll get going. Well, Publica is publishing books on the blockchain. And so my background that led up to this was uh, when I was very young, um, I self-published a record and went through all the steps of self-publishing. And then... Uh, I was in a band, and then the band was signed. So I got to see both sides of what it's like to do it yourself and what it's like to do it when you're uh, signed by a major. And then I got drawn into books very quickly. Uh, I happened to live in London, um, which is where our label was, and, and I got to meet Jeremy Beadle, and, and he showed me around the BBC and everything. And then I remember uh, Jeremy. Adams. I'm sorry, sorry. I remember Jeremy Beadle now. We see Jeremy James Beadle Bum Show. That's right, Beatlebum, yeah, absolutely. That was a wonderful show. When I first show. landed in London, he let me his flat. <laughs> he, sorry? When I first landed in London, he let me his flat because I had nowhere to stay. Wow, wow. What a great show that was. So entertaining. It was. And Jeremy was really, really into books, by the way. He was a writer before. That's how he got on television. He was writing for television. So, And we just hit it off. We became best buddies. And he took me everywhere, including the BBC. And that's where he introduced me to all his writing buddies. And then, you know... And then our, our band started doing well, and we got on the radio and on television. And I started hanging out with Douglas Adams. You know that. So that was kind of the crowd. You know, yeah. I didn't like on a crowd that, that they were into. And and because I wasn't an author and I wasn't, you know, from their world, uh, but I wanted as much of it as I could get, I did all the odd jobs, all the things that nobody wants to do. Right. Which, you know, back then it was paper books, like hauling boxes of galleys and then proofreading, and then that led to talking to the printer, and then that led to the publisher. So the great education about publishing in general back then. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but I moved into television uh, production after that and uh, worked on some uh, big productions in uh, television, film, sports, live sports like the Olympics. And then when I saw... When I first read Satoshi's paper, uh, I looked around and asked the people I knew in digital media, film, television, uh, music, you know, if we could do something that would take advantage of this technology because it was it's a hot technology. And I realized that no, because most people I knew were sort of in the status quo level, right? They would they'd already reached their success and they weren't really looking for change. Um, but I've always been interested in change and seeing what that can do for people and for business, particularly for creative entrepreneurs, like right. I was and like Jeremy and Douglas were. So, um, and then I 
uh, met uh, my partners here at Publica, Anton Saprico and Yuri Pimenovs, and realized I had basically put a rock band back together. <laughs> a, li- a literary, a literary rock band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally as well. <laughs> okay, and uh, tell me, what does Publica do? Well, we do we do two things depending on who you are. Uh, if you read books as you do, uh, then it's a better bookstore. That's what we're trying to make, and we can talk more about what makes a bookstore better. And then from an author's uh, perspective, we want it to be a better bookstore. But it does all the things that a traditional bookstore does, online bookstore anyway. Right. But uh, we want to fill in uh, with power harder to do on the internet alone. Um, for example, the uh, public relations and publicity. Um, you mentioned our November ICO. Well, there are um, thousands of people that own those tokens now, and we call them publicans. Yeah. And if you think about it, they're supporting the project. They want it to succeed. They want the authors to succeed. They're like a publicity army yeah. that you wouldn't get from a traditional online bookstore. And then another thing that the internet's not great at is um, by itself would be smart contracts. Now, I don't know if you've explained that to your audience before, but on the Ethereum network, which is peer-to-peer, we can take uh, an author's business model. You know, think of Ethereum like if Bitcoin is a global banking system, think of Ethereum as a global business enterprise system, Right. right? Where people can run their businesses. And books are businesses. Uh, any author's series of books or, you know, their whole uh, business model. Uh, we can program most of the important parts in smart contracts and just let them run automatically so that they can be trusted around the world. And that means that authors can then collaborate with a wider group of people. And you don't have to uh, just, because you, know, you can trust the money part, right? It's in the smart contract. so. Yeah. If you make a deal, you know, with an illustrator, an editor, and a publicist, and a marketer, and and maybe you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you should uh, be helping out some authors. Well, if you all make a deal together of going to do some work and who's going to share the revenue, and maybe this one gets capped here and this one, you know, gets capped here, it's your deal. But we can just program that onto the uh, Ethereum network smart contract, and it's just automatic. And then there's one other magic spot. <laughs> magic button, I guess, is that when you sell books, um, you're actually selling a book token. So in our case, it's wallet to wallet. So if you pay for a book with fiat or Bitcoin or Ether or, you know, whatever you want to pay for, a token goes right in the wallet immediately. And of course, if they want to trade that out for their local fiat or they're like me, travel a lot, different fiats, depending where I am, um, then that's great. But the token of the book that you bought, it's in the wallet of the buyer. It's in the reader's wallet, which we launched recently, by the way. Um, It's in uh, private um, beta, working great, uh, but it's going to be on your app store soon. Those book tokens are in your wallet. So let's see what people do with that. Maybe they're going to give those tokens to their friends. Maybe they're going to resell them and the author can get a part of that resale. 
Let's find out. Okay, so, so the book token is is the token and the book together. Is that is that right? Because you broke up a little bit the signal. So sure. Yeah. Well, the the token uh, when you buy the book, the token goes to your wallet instantly. It's like a receipt. Yeah. Now you haven't downloaded the book yet. Right. Right. But you bought it now. Right. Your money went to the seller's wallet. The token's in your wallet. That transaction's done. You download it whenever you want. Okay. And yeah. by the way, on whatever device you want. Okay. Right, because the token's in your wallet. It's not stuck in, you know, an iTunes library or an Amazon library or anything like that. Right. Right. Okay. So, so if I don't download it, I can still send. I can sell the token or hold the token. And the 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 proceeds from yeah, that. Yeah, even if you download. <laughs> no, we have this thing going on right now with um. Uh, the publicans, as we call them, the people that are supporting the project, um, uh, look on my blog, Medium, and look for the token heard around the world. Right. Because what they're doing is uh, someone bought the book, some publican bought the book, and now they're sending it to each other. Now, that's not the same as, you know, just pirating a book and throwing it out on the Internet and, you know, making the author cry. Totally different than that. Because... When you send the book token to someone, well, of course, you have to pay your own either. Yeah. Right? And and that means it's worth something, right? You're voting with your wallet. And I'm just totally amazed and so happy that they're doing this. Um, you know, it's not, as, it's not as expensive as rebuying the book. Right? They, of course, they could all just buy the book. But it's kind of cooler this way. They're sending it around the world. And yeah. they're keeping track of where it goes. And... In this case, this book, uh, its revenue was donated by the, uh, the, the rights holder. But um, if, you know, the author could get a portion of that if it was sold around the world. Right, right. Okay. So every transaction, every time. So let's say you write a book. I, I buy it off the um, Publica platform using yeah. the Read the tokens, which I think is such a, <laughs> such a great name for it. <laughs> well, thanks. We, we might actually start changing it to the book token because... We need to distinguish a read token from a rights token because right, that's what okay. it has to lead eventually. Okay. Right, because books leads to rights, but book token, read token, you know, sure. it's, it's the well, let's call it, it's let's the call token it, for the book. Let's call it book token. So then, I use the book token to I buy the book and I get it in the form of a token, which I can then send to other people. Yeah, so you can buy people. ten tokens and give nine, give nine to your friends and family. Right, and and okay. And the, when does the author earn the commission when I buy the tokens originally? And That's right. And at the time, just like if you were to buy some Ether or Bitcoin, right? right. The, the transaction is now. And if I, if I sell it on, at some point, does the author get any money from that secondary purchase? Absolutely. And that's ultimately why we had to do this with a blockchain and the Ethereum peer-to-peer uh, -peer network technology. Right. It's because, uh, uh, I don't know, our developers are pretty good, but we couldn't figure out any way how to track books around the world yeah. except this way. So, yeah. Um, so if you sell it on, then the author has a portion of that. And that basically, it changes the relationship between yeah. the author and the reader. And that was a big thing that drew me was I don't like the authors thinking of their readers as the enemy and vice versa or thinking of it as a commodity transaction, because books are not like that. They really affect you. They do. And they really do. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and and you give them to people because you want it to affect 
them. You give it to loved ones. Yes. You give it to people in need. You donate them to libraries. Right? This is it's just different from other commodity products. Yeah. So, so this way, that I'm glad we started with the token herd around the world, so people can start to understand that, you know, if it's valuable like this, then yeah, you know. Okay, I will. I will link to that article. I haven't seen it, but I will link to it okay. in the description below, so people can have a look for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'll have other links like the public website, and also an explainer video, your YouTube channel, and your okay. Twitter page and Telegram page. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, so, so people can do their, you know, find out for themselves. Okay, and then as someone who's a reader, but has a brother who's a writer, how would, how does this benefit an author? How is this better than whatever system there is in place now? Well, for authors, I mean, you just start with the stats. Quo, right? Whatever an author can do now, of course, we're not going to undo any of that. Yeah. We're just going to add to it. So um, you got to, you know, ask yourself. You know, your brother's an author. Does he want, um, like, does he want a part of the sales if you were to help sell his book? Um, but uh, also, the the biggest problem that authors have today is publicity. Right. It, I mean, they, you can't make any money out of obscurity. That's for sure. Yeah. So. It, people um, you know how do you make common cause how do you do, do something together on this and that's why our publicans you know what's the defining line of a publican well it's someone who owns our coin mm -hmm. called PBL Pebbles and we made the, the token uh, Pebbles for a very mechanical functional reason so that it can be the the center point, if you do an exchange between fiat to that crypto to that fiat to, you know, that normal exchange stuff. What if you're exchanging book tokens? Which is, you can't list a book token on a currency exchange. That makes no sense. Right. Right. So, so by making, because the books are valuable in themselves. Yeah. And, and there was a taxi driver who was switching this to and he said, oh, you mean my books end up acting like money? I thought, well, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Right. It's, Right. You can't take a book into an you know, average restaurant and buy your meal with it. On the other hand, they're valuable. And so for an author, the people that you get involved, if they have pebbles in their lives, well, that's the medium of exchange anyway. And so you have common cause financially mm -hmm. as well as um, uh, morally and artistically. Okay. Now, I saw in the explainer video... and. And uh, let me know if I've represented this accurately. One of the challenges that authors have, supposing I wanted to, I wanted to write a book, I got to get a contract beforehand, get a publisher agreement. That means going through an agent, and then the publisher, I may lose some creativity. They say, no, 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 that kind of book ain't going to sell. You got to add this and add this and add this. And then the it, when the book eventually gets published. It goes through uh, the printer, and then the wholesaler, and then the retailer, and at the end I might get a tiny portion out of all the artistic work and creativity I've put into it. Yeah, and, and yeah, and you know we don't want to say that you know everything that's ever been invented for publishing before is because of course it's not. It was human invention. Yeah, but it's time now. You know, and the internet was a great help, but we have the blockchain now, so let's use it. 
and uh, the, on the public platform, uh, the, you know, the, the seller keeps 90% no matter what, right? Yeah. We only need 10% as a platform maintenance fee, um, you know, to you know, the, just pay what it costs just to keep eggs on. Uh, but we're a small company. There's no way to make it a big company. It's a decentralized operation like any blockchain. And so you start with 90%, right? So it's hard to go wrong from there. Yeah. And and then in terms of uh, creative control, well, Publica has absolutely no way to make any creative changes to your work. Yeah. Because it's a direct sell from author to reader or author to wholesaler or wholesaler to reader or author to, to bookseller. It's between them. Yeah. Right? No one's making a direct transaction with Publica. Okay. So it's so, so it's a, but don't um, don't forget about that. When you when you take advantage of the blockchain, where you know you get to keep ninety percent of the money, mm. that also comes with some control and responsibility, right? Because well, now it's up to you to decide. Well, what is my business model? What is the price of my book? Right, and um, a lot of authors want that control and responsibility. Okay. And could Publica eventually replace or exceed the market share of Amazon? Well, only 4% of the world's population has ever logged into Amazon, so I don't think that's going to be difficult. Right. If you count it as the world, because right. the blockchain does count the world. Um, but if you, but as you phrase the question, Meaning, can we unseat Amazon from its own market in the few territories where it operates? Uh, well, this is an English language language show, so uh, most people watching it would assume uh, are in one of Amazon's territories. So they can be forgiven for thinking that Amazon owns the world, but that yeah. it doesn't. But uh, no, we cannot unseat Amazon from being what it self-professes to be, which is the retailer of all things to all people. Right. Of course, they will do that. But to quote uh, Jeff Bezos himself uh, in the early days, you know, I said a couple of interesting things. Uh, number one, he still tells us people this, focus on your customers, not your competitors. Right. The second thing he said was, uh, every giant, you can take a piece of their business by focusing on part of it and just doing it better. Right. Very good. Very good. I like that. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. And and, and there's a useful comment in there. Which is, yeah, he said it first. Yeah, which is that I am um, in the UK, and I, th yeah. you know, and and I think everybody does this everywhere that we think the whole world is like what I see in my country and stuff. And of course, you know, in places like India, I don't imagine Amazon has the same hold as it does, say, North America or the UK. I'm not even close. But more interesting, what about Canada and Australia? Yeah. They don't have a hold there either. No, I didn't know about Canada. I, I know in Australia it doesn't have a hold at all, but that's because Australia is so far away from everywhere else, right? I get yeah. it. I no, get it's it. not about far away. It's it's just that Amazon's model, they're not after, well, they're definitely not after the world. Right. Second of all, even the English-speaking world, they're not after all of it because their model works best in places where there are delivery trucks. Right. <laughs> right. Because Amazon, they're happy to sell you books, of course, Really, they want to, well, now they know what books you buy, that's a travel book. Hey, would you like some luggage and some travel socks, too? We can deliver them tomorrow. Okay. Right? That's a different business model for them. Okay. Now, well, let's go back to Publica. Yeah. Yeah? 
So, so it's much better for the authors and it's better for the readers. And I imagine the authors can sell the books for less and the readers can buy, for, buy them for less and the authors still get more money with the yeah. publisher model. Now, these are just e-books. What if I wanted a paper version of the book? Oh, so um, the, the public the blockchains are pretty electronic, right? Yeah. So, uh, but what we offer to the paper market and um, I have another blog post called A Billion Stores with a Common Linkage. And uh, that one touches more on the paper issues, which is uh, delivery and stocking and inventory of the paper books. Authors don't really want to keep them in their house. And, you know, if you do a big print run, well, that's inefficient. So that's why and then you got to shift them somewhere. So that's why more and more paper books are being done, what we call print on demand. Um, meaning that someone indicates that they want the book first and then it gets printed and shipped. Right. Even uh, Amazon does that. Um, well, paying with what? Right? How do you pay for that print on demand? Well, uh, you know, public is new, so we haven't you know, lined up all these print on demand companies, but we're definitely working on it. It's definitely coming, which is hey, I, I bought the book, but I want the paper edition. Yeah. Right? But I bought it in the same book launch. I, I bought it in the same community with the other publicans and I'm a follower of this author and and uh, and because Publica has you know exchange mechanism uh, maybe that print on demand where you are wants British pounds but I happen to be in Latvia right now where I could I'd rather pay with euros but next week I'll be in Florida I'd rather pay with dollars. Right, right. So that's okay. So the token takes all the friction out from international exchanges. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's why it had to be done. It works easily across borders and stuff. That's amazing because I much prefer reading paper. It is a different experience than reading off a screen. I get way more absorbed, I find, right? So I, I'm not personally a big fan of ebooks. I like paper. Sure. And everyone has their own preferences. Yeah. And... The, the ebook format comes with things that paper can't give you, like uh, links and resizing the font and, and sure. reading in the dark and things like that. So many people have the opposite preference. Uh, I'm right in the middle. I have <laughs> several books that I have bought, the ebook and the paper and the audiobook. Oh, I love hey. audiobooks. Absolutely love audiobooks. I, 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 listen, I, I don't think I've said this in my videos before. I listen to YouTube podcast at high speed so I very rarely watch a YouTube video on cryptocurrency I will con I will watch it or listen to it at high speed and YouTube lets you do that and by the way viewers you're welcome to um, double the speed on, on my videos <laughs> so you can take more of them in <laughs> all right well look you what was the hard cap of the uh, at the ICO and did you reach it It was only $1 million, and yeah, we reached it in a couple hours. <laughs> really? $1 million? Why so low? Well, because if we need to raise capital yeah. for something, we're not going to have any trouble. Um, but we wanted to get to the point of, you know, we didn't want people, the people who uh, support the project, right, yeah. and, and, and did buy Pebbles at the time, it increases the value to them to not have it be a, such a huge cap. Yeah. Uh, and and it helps motivate them. And I said before that one of the things we're trying to change about 
the way books get made is how they're publicized, you know, word of mouth, person to person. So now you have all these publicans who uh, are highly motivated, and they're not just, you know, one in a sea of, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars that were that may have been raised in some other ICO. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I remember uh, talking, interviewing um, Euros Evans, who's the CEO of Etch, during their ICO, and they yeah. said their hard cap was $600,000. And he said, we don't need any more. We don't need any more, do what we need. Yeah. So there's something uh, there's, so, there's something very appealing about that I like. It's like, you know, we come to Rich, we want $100 million to launch our platform. <laughs> yeah, and then and when I see those, I think, really, what are you doing? You know, I come from Silicon Valley. Yeah. If you walk into a VC and say, I want $100 million, I go, really? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <Funny. laughs> then $1 million, then let's see, then come back. <laughs> okay, very good, very good. Now, you had the ICO. Yeah. You've you've exceeded your you've got the met the hard cap. Yeah. Why are you here? Go away. Go and produce the product, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A lot of pressure uh, from a CEO. Sorry, Joseph. Could you say that? Could you say that again? Because we just broke up a little there. Yeah. Well, we're actually a stage two startup, which relieves a lot of pressure from a CEO. Right. Um, Public is a spin-off of Scandi Web, which yep. is a dozen years old and already does lots of really difficult and complicated e-commerce on the web and has blockchain experience. So uh, the development part uh, doesn't need a lot of uh, help from me. Um, marketing is more the issue. Uh, communication, um, helping people understand this. Because if you think about it for a second, Crypto yep. Rich, this is retail. Yes. It is. We're putting wallets on everybody's phone and tablet. Yeah. And they're not even thinking about the wallet. They're just, I just want to read a book. I like this author. I want to get involved. I want to have a, I want to learn a little bit about this blockchain thing, but I don't want to scare anybody. I don't want to scare myself. I'm just buying a book. It's okay. 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 Very good. So, so it's marketing. Now, how does that, how are you going to get authors on? And there's two questions I got. One is, I mean, there's always people come wanting to come up and write a book, right? But then how are you yeah. going to get the, the ones that sell, the big authors, contemporary authors? And then also, what, what about classics? You know, Charles Dickens and Jane Austen books, can you put them on your platform? Because they're out of copyright. So, so big well, authors and yeah. classics. Let's start with the classics, uh, because um, that token heard around the world project, uh, that is a classic. It's Jules Verne's. Uh, around the world in 80 days, and that's pretty cool. Right. Uh, uh, now, technically, um, Jules Verne has passed on many years ago. The book is well out of copyright. However, that edition is not out of copyright. So, no knows that, but even if the uh, original author's text is out of copyright, uh, if you made an audiobook out of it, yeah. wouldn't you want a copyright on that? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, so that's that's the reality of classics. And yes, uh, we uh, put our app into uh, testing with a nice library of classics, and that's where the Burn book came from. Okay. Um, so we'll have no problem with that. Uh, and in fact, we'll have we're a huge draw to the people who do package and put a cover on and you know make a nice uh, version of a classic uh, because we can just automate the sales of it on the blockchain. Right. So that's great for them. 
And then your other question was about uh, books that sell. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, I actually can't talk about that too much. Uh, please come back. <laughs> but yes, absolutely. A book is better bookstore. You'll have those books that sell. Um, and the reason I can't just tell you now who they are is because the books that sell are written by the people who already have a well-known career, and we think it's only honorable to let them announce themselves. Sure. First. Yeah. Sure. Very good. Enough. Enough said. Nod. Nod. Wink. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> very. But but trust me, they're coming. Okay. They really are. All right. And and then what about you can do audio books as well with these tokens, the book tokens. Yeah, we're not doing it in the first uh, testing. We want people to get used to books, but if you think about it, um, it's as long as it's a uh, linear consumable digital digital media, everything that we said about Publica would apply there as well. So right. whether it's rendering on the screen of your device or out the speaker of your device, it's all the same. Okay, and then and then a couple of other questions, and these these questions are really coming from a foundation of ignorance. So please forgive me. Right? Sure. Yeah. Because I, I haven't read the white paper or anything. Um, and if anybody is looking at um, investing in, you know, getting some public tokens, and it's an ERC twenty token, so they could go to IDEX or Fork Delta to buy that. I'm sure. Yeah, um, I think I see the most traffic on KuCoin at the moment um, lately, and uh, and the the coin, of course, will be exchanged on uh, other uh, exchanges. Probably. I'm just having a look here. It's on KuCoin and Cryptopia, but it's an ERC twenty token, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so it should be available in IDEX and Fork Delta. It's funny why it's not listed here. No problem. Um, yeah. And those, those two are exchanges uh, that deal exclusively with, with ERC-20 tokens. Okay. Okay. Uh, but is, is there any buyback program or a burn program? Is there any uh, passive income element to it? Or is it a pure utility token that gains value over time as, the as more and more people enter the market? As designed to serve its mechanical function in the publishing economy, yep. of course, it's a utility token, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, it's but remember, the people who own the tokens, it's their token, right? That's one of the beauty, beautiful things about the token economy, is that if it's in your wallet, it's yours, and no one gets to argue with you about what you do it for or what you think of doing with it. Mm -hmm. And so the the common one is, hey, if I use my pebbles to buy a lot of books when they're at a good price, all right, okay, we can't stop you and no one else can either. Sure. Right? And, and uh, the same with the pebble tokens. Um, what you choose to do with them is entirely up to you. So I have to CEO, um, and you might want to talk to Anton's, our COO, because he's more of a tokenomicist in the yeah. sense that you're asking. Yeah. But as a CEO from the, you know, with publishing experience, um, it's like that good advice you get from, uh, I think it was the Motley Fools who said, hey, if you ride motorcycles, then you should invest in Harley Davidson because you know when to buy and when to sell because you do a good motorcycle when you see one. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's how I see it. Okay, fair enough. And then the circulating supply is 18.5 million. Yeah. And the total supply is 33.7 million. Yeah. So where are the 15 million tokens hiding? Uh, sure. So there's, um, uh, I'm not sure in your numbers, you know, a small 
traditional percentage was uh, uh, given out in bounties during the ICO yeah. um, to those who earned them. But um, and a small portion is uh, uh, locked away um, for the uh, the founders and so on. But the bulk of what you're talking about are in what we call the public of treasury. And the point of the treasury is to spend those pebbles on things that will benefit the company, that will benefit the publicans. Right. Things like marketing um, and so on. But it's, you know, it's a fixed supply forever, so it's not something that we want to burn to at sure. any point. It's just when we really think it'll do some good for the publicans in general, then we would spend some. Very good. They're also locked into stages like, you know, so many per year. Okay, very good. And it did when, when Bitcoin was booming, reach over $4. Very nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that was, um, exactly, you see it, you know, follows the, uh, the other uh, currencies trends, but, um, but there's something about... Um, I've got your, the, uh, your roadmap, because I wanted to know what's next, and what can we... Yeah. I'm looking for it, what can we expect? Here we go. So we're in March 2018, reader, app, wallet, prototype, web version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what's, uh, that's what's sending the token herd around the world right now. Yeah. And uh, so the publishing app is sort of, you know, the, the flip side of that coin, so to speak, uh, coming up in April. And that's basically the web pages that assist authors to uh, uh, take themselves through their own author's journey. Because um, if you think about it, a book is like a startup of any kind. Right? Yeah. It's like it's a business of its own. Uh, so uh, authors are going to want to, some are going to want to ask us to make their smart contract the way they want it. Yeah. And we tell them, if you can say it, we can program it. Others are just going to want to, you know, click here, click here. Uh, so I want to give them some choices, but then on our webpage, and that's what's coming in April. Great. Okay. And then May, you got the smart contracts. Mm-hmm. And then June... API yeah. connection to facilitate. Yeah, so May is where we're going to really uh, buckle down on different kinds of smart contracts. Okay, and when, so when will the whole thing be live? Well, it depends on how you define live. I mean, <laughs> people are sending this book around the world now. That seems pretty live. Right, right. Um, but, you mean, when, do, when does development stop? Yeah. Uh, well, I would say... In software, it never does because there's always little tweaks and stuff. Yeah, I mean... It, to but I think that the exchange uh, is probably an important milestone yeah there in the summer uh, because that's when we'll get to see what happens when people start to experiment with hmm well I bought 20 books for my classroom but you know only 10 students showed up what do I do with the other 10 right wow. and um, uh, so that's when the experimentation really take off and people will be familiar with it by then and I think that the end-to-end protocol, the app layer, um, that's when people who, companies, you know, booksellers who aren't Publica can use this protocol to start selling books on their sites and in their physical stores. It's just an app layer. Wow. Wow. So, 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 so a book chain could use the Publica platform. It's always been the intent. Like you asked about paper books. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that makes it much, much bigger because they would have, there are definite advantages that I can see for them. 
in terms of cost savings and oh wow okay all right thank you joseph joseph is there anything else you want to let us know or tell us or cover that we haven't mentioned um no you've asked a lot of good questions but uh i do want to uh, encourage you and and your viewers to uh, if you want to get involved um we do ask me anythings uh, tomorrow we're doing an ask me anything uh with an author with sort of author questions and then next week we're doing one uh with a reader from sort of readers questions uh so ask me anythings and yeah. and then our uh, publicans have their own discussion channel on telegram of course it's probably the the best place to go and just you know have a chat with them Sure. Now, by the time this video goes out, it might be too late for tomorrow's Ask Me Anything, but I, I, I do endorse I do endorse your invitation to join Telegram. Telegram is just really great for keeping up to date with um, different ICOs yeah. and stuff. And any idea how many Telegram, how many members you've got on Telegram, roughly? Well, we have a few channels, but uh, the main one is about 2,500 right now. Okay, that's good. That's good. Nice building a nice little solid base for further yeah. growth. Okay, and I will join the Telegram channel, and uh, I'll also let people know about Twitter. I'm on Twitter now, by the way, and I'll have that link in the description below. And uh, okay. Joseph, I've, I've really learned a lot, and I've appreciated you being here. I would like you to come back. I like CEOs after the ICOs, and they're a rare, rare breed because they're so busy. So please, you know... Get in touch with me or, you know, something new, exciting development. Love to have you back on the show so we can update people. Yeah. Um, I'm going to some uh, book events like um, the Independent Book Publishers Association in Texas and the London Book Fair. So, uh, and I love to meet people, you know, when I'm in town. Okay. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll call you from the London Book Fair. Well, I'm not far right. from London at all. I'm not far from oh. London at all. Maybe I can make, I'm outside London, I can make it work to come and see <laughs> you. In person, yeah. we could sit and read a book together or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading Asterix to my daughter last night. <laughs> yes, there you go. One of my favorites. <laughs> All right. So look, for everybody else who's watching this, if you enjoyed this video, please click the like button. If you enjoyed Joseph and didn't enjoy me, click the dislike button. I don't mind, right? Uh, I would like a donation from every viewer, which is a comment. Please donate your comments to this channel. It helps the channel grow. And subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, hit the notification bell so you know when new videos are coming up because I cover ICOs. And one of the things, although we've had the ICO for Publica, you might consider after doing your own due diligence that this might be a good time for you to invest in Publica because books aren't going anywhere. People are always going to be reading. And if you look at where... Uh, the Publica token was about just over a month or so ago. You know, when the market recovers, Bitcoin recovers, Publica, I think, is going to follow suit, especially as they start delivering on their roadmap. And uh, between now and when I see you next, this is uh, Crypto Rich. Please keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. This is Crypto Rich and Crypto Joseph signing out. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye, Publicans.